Hello, siblings in gaming, and welcome to another edition of the Streamcast. My name is Cloud, and I'm here with... Zalgif. And... Juliet Starling. Yeah, I like that. Who that? You'll see. Oh, okay. oh, fair enough. Right, on this podcast episode, we're going to talk about the new addition to Smash Ultimate, Byleth. Byleth? Byleth? I don't know. <laughs> Fire Emblem, Three Houses character, both the male and female version, will be in the game uh, from the end of January. I was expecting Dante, personally. But What's that? Uh, there was a theory put out by Nintendo fans, and um, some guy from Capcom referenced the Smash Direct, so I thought, oh, Dante's going to be in the game. Yay! Um, but Sakurai, ever the sly, deviant, maniacal genius that he is, he pulled a swerve on us. Also, in the Smash Direct, we got confirmation that we're going to get six new characters. And I thought, if I was Sakurai, who would I put in the game? Actually, if you were Sakurai, who would you put in the game? Travis Touchdown. From No More Heroes. I like, mean, that's a given, isn't it, for you? Yeah, and I think you'd fit as well, because all of these characters have like a really like wide move pools. So you've got Street Fighter characters, they make sense. You've got all the Nintendo characters. I mean, so like, you've got like your Samus and your Bowser and your Luigi and your Mario. And they've had so many games, you can pull like so many attacks and different moves from those yeah. games. Travis Touchdown's really good because he's a sword character. So he's got like Beam Katana, but he's also like a guy who really loves wrestling. So in the games, he does a lot of like wrestling moves, a lot of grapples, a lot right. of like... Um, so like suplexes and whatnot yeah. and I think that'd be really good so you could throw it into like the grabs or like maybe his tilts or whatever and I think it'd look good and also in the game like he's got special moves he does so yeah. one of them is called um, Cranberry Chocolate Sunday, and like he can only walk when he does this but the good thing is he instantly KOs people so like he'll just dismember you straight away so he'll chop off an arm chop you off like the, the hip or whatever uh, it's just a really cool power up another one he just turns into a giant like uh, tiger and just like one shots everyone on screen <laughs> you just like play around as this tiger for a good like 20 seconds so I think he'd have like a really good move pool and he'd be a good fit to, to smash it doesn't take himself too seriously I think yeah. I think that works you can have Bayonetta who's 18 plus you can have yeah. Travis Touchdown wow that's really out of the box but it's a perfect addition I know right I, I hope see- he's in there I, I hope he's in season 2 I might cop I will get good at smash if I can play <laughs> Travis Touchdown <laughs> Who else are you putting in there? Uh, I think Spider-Man. Okay. So, like, I was really apprehensive about this at first because, like, if you... He's a web swinger and it's, it's more platforms. There's nothing for him to, like, swing on. Yeah. But then I thought... So, like, Luigi's got a really good, like, uh, command grab. Sure. He, like, chucks out his arm... His poltergeist and it grabs you from afar. Right. Uh, lots of characters have good command grabs and, like, command grabs and smash is really good because it means you can jump and you can grab someone at the same time. Ah. You don't have to land and then do the grab so you can, like, quickly take advantage of people who are, like, maybe on a platform and shielding. Sure. And, obviously, it's Spider-Man so you can, like, literally, like, blast the web at someone and grab them. And also, Spider-Man's, like, very acrobatic. So yeah. I'm thinking, like, maybe he'd be a character that's got really good combo games. And, obviously, like, excellent recovery because, you know, he's he's good airily because... Yeah. He web swings all the time. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, like, he's got a really good move pool, but I don't know how like well it would translate into Smash. So that's the thing that that I'm having trouble thinking about. It's just translating characters' moves into Smash. Because I, 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 like, I'm thinking of people like, I don't know, maybe like War from Darksiders, but 
Dark Siders has taken a lot from God of War and from uh, things like Legend of Zelda. Yeah. You really got Link. Right. And yeah. I don't think Kratos fits the, the the Smash Brothers universe that well. So yeah. Like that's yeah. one character I don't think Do you know what I mean? should ever join Smash. So in that regard, War from Dark Siders is needed. Um, Dante is cool and everything, but again, like he he would be your generic sword character, and I I don't know how how well he would fare in Smash because the whole point about like Devil May Cry is you're you're killing all your enemies with like style and what you know what I take it back Bayonetta's in Smash <laughs> so Dante should be in Smash you know what I take it back I'm wrong I'm wrong if Bayonetta can be in there yeah Dante should be fine um, and and to be fair Spider Man and Dante have been successful in Marvel v Capcom. And that's oh, a that's very true. solid fighting game series. Mm. So I think anyone who's been in MVC and been, you know, maimed by a big portion of the community, you could put in Smash. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. But then where, where do you draw the line? Because then, because we really got Ken, Ryu, and I think there's another... Actually, no, no I think it's just those two. I think it's just Ken, those Ken, two Ken, from Street Fighter. Um, like, where do you draw the line? Like, are you putting in, like, um, Sub-Zero and Scorpion? Are you going to get another characters from different games? Would you get characters from, like, FireZ coming in? Like, are you getting, like, Dragon Ball Z characters coming into Smash? Like, where is the line, is, is my question, when it comes to, like, crossover with fighting games and Smash? Uh, I don't think there is a line. Okay. I think... Oh, Terry. You've got Terry as well. Yeah, we've got that's, Terry yeah, for yeah. yeah. So, I think... If, they, if their move pool can be translated to a Smash universe... Mm-hmm then bring him in. I don't think there's a line per se. I think even someone like a Scorpion or a Sub-Zero who are notorious for being violent characters, they can be toned down and put into Smash. Yeah, fair because enough. Bayonetta is an 18 plus game, as mm-hmm. you rightly said. So I think anyone can make the transformation and put it off. But like Sakurai said, Smash is for good boys and good girls. So <laughs> it can't be too violent. To turn them down a lot. Yeah, like you, you yeah. wouldn't, you, you wouldn't get fatalities. Oh, that, that's a shame. I'd love to see a fatality in Smash. Like your final Smash is a fatality. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that. Unfortunately, I don't think that would happen. No, but the Nintendo Ninjas won't let that happen. No, nope. their lawyers are all over that. <laughs> what about you guys? So is that everyone? Hmm? Uh, for me, yeah, I, I can't think of six. Okay, fair enough. How about you, Akira? I could only think of one. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I tried, I really did. Um, I'd want to say another Capcom character, but like a lot of the stuff that you've said has made me kind of reconsider it. Okay. My character would be Juliet from Lollipop Chainsaw. Okay. Ooh, yeah. okay, yeah. She, okay. she fits the vibe. She's quite agile. Obviously, she has a chainsaw, but she does a lot of like athletics, so backflips and all of that noise. Mm-hmm. She's a very entertaining character, and then she has all... It's, you know, it's just her whole vibe. I feel like her whole vibe would fit into the game. But then you said no fatalities and she's running around with a chainsaw chopping people up. It's kind of... That's true. But there are a lot of, like, sword characters in Smash Brothers and they yeah. literally, like, slash at each other all yeah. the time. Oh, well, then let it happen. Yeah, the chainsaw might be fine. Isn't it? Let the chopper swing, innit? <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be unique. You don't have many, like, chainsaws in fine games, period. Yeah. I just, I don't know, I feel like her vibe would fit in really well because she's very cheerful, she's like, I think she's supposed to be like 18, she's blonde, she's chillada, so she's got that vibe, but she's also out kicking ass, so and balance is out. There are not too many female characters in Smash. True. So I, I like that suggestion. Yeah, well, that's all I got, so. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was a good suggestion. 
Better than having one suggestion and it's shit, so. Quality. <laughs> Quality. Um, for me, I'm going Shadow the Hedgehog because... I feel that's going to be a Sonic clone, though. Yeah, but you got Fox, you got the other bird, you got Ken, and you got Ryu. Like, like, yeah, the other true. bird. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, you can have it. Like it an can, fighter, basically. Yeah, yeah okay. it can work. And Shadow looks cool, so I would definitely have Shadow up in there. If I'm Sakurai, I'm like, Shadow, get in there. Um, the same Final Smash, you know, Super Shadow. Mm-hmm. Oh, if, if we're talking about Sonic characters, why not have a Chow? They can be the things, um, the spirits. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Fair yeah. enough. But, yeah, I want Shadow in there. Uh, Akira from Virtua Fighter. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> I saw my name on the list, like, pardon? So, um, Virtua Fighter is... The first game I remember playing ever. Um, it was on the Dreamcast, and Akira was the main character, or the biggest character in the game. He was their Goku, and I think that might have been around the same time I was watching Dragon Ball Z, so I. I think you mean Goku was Dragon Ball Z's Akira. Let's just. Set the line. Man, I, think Dragon, <laughs> I think Dragon Ball was first. Dragon Ball was pretty old. Um, so. Uh, I likened Goku to Akira because they looked similar. They wore gi, um, similar temperaments. And I think Akira would translate very well into the Smash universe because the Virtua Fighter games aren't overly violent anyway. So it wouldn't take a lot of, like, toning down or uh, censorship. Yeah, and I just I just want something from Virtua Fighter. I know Akira is in the game as a... Uh, I forget what they called spirit or yeah. you know one of those things a trophy it's his trophy yeah yeah. but I think he's got a, a vast enough move pool to be his own character and um, I I personally think he's iconic enough I know Virtual Fighter has died over the last couple of decades but it would be nice to see him brought back can you have a character who's also an assist trophy take him off the assist trophy list oh, fair enough at least, like, the model's already there, so you can just <laughs> build on that. It looks like pixels. I don't <laughs> like it. No, I want Akira fully in the game. If I'm Sakura, I'm getting Akira in the game. And if I'm Sakurai, I'm putting Goku in the game. No. Oh. <laughs> See, I thought about that as well. And, like, you can't just have, like, energy beams going all across the screen in Smash. So that would have to go... So it'd just be martial arts. Goku knows more than two moves. He does, he does. Um, but as in, like, he still have the martial arts. Yeah. So I feel like he'd... I mean, like, he probably wouldn't play just, like, Ken or Ryu or whatever. No, he wouldn't. He'd be your... He'd be, like, a in-fire as well. Um, but, like, could he... I don't know, maybe it could work. Maybe it could work. Because you could still have, like, instant transmission, which would be, like, really useful. Yeah. Um, be a nice recovery move, I guess. Uh, but, but go on, break it down. Why why Goku? Break it down. His move... <laughs> Spotlight. Um, his move pool is so diverse, I think you could chop him down to like 10 moves and he'll still be able to... But what moves are these? Okay. You'd have the Kamehameha as his side B. No, yeah. I have that. Yeah, you... No. Yeah, you have the fireball. No. You have, you have the fireball for so but, many characters. You know what, yeah? You the have fireball the is, is, is a small, like, yeah, okay. hitbox okay. that okay. just, like, moves by itself. Okay. The common one will take up the whole screen. That's their problem. Jump. You jump into the Kamehameha. No, it'll be a beam. You can jump over it. Yeah, but it's going to be a long beam. And it'll probably, like, cover, like, the screen for at least the whole second. 
jump over the beam before it hits you. <laughs> That's a larger window than a little, like, Kadouken or, like, Fireball. Yeah, because it's a superior move. That would probably you can be get broken. The, the... That's just going to get spammed. And someone's on the ledge trying to recover. All you're going to see is, come here, come here, come here, come All right, I've been exposed. I just want to use Goku and Smash. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can give him the spirit bomb as his final smash or the Super Saiyan um, transformation. Yeah. Uh, as you said, instant transmission can be his up B or his down B or something. Yeah. So like his recovery move. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you could use that in conjunction with the Kamehameha to get the instant Kamehameha. Maybe we forget about the Kamehameha. No, because it's the iconic move of Goku. No, if you're no. putting Goku in the game, you're but putting you the Kamehameha. Can't have the Kamehameha. <laughs> yes, you what can. What other characters have like the Kamehameha? <laughs> really, with the Hadouken? No, it's the base of the no, Kamehameha. Because the Hadouken is, is a smaller hitbox. Well, maybe Ryu should train harder. Oh, God. Maybe Ryu should get good. Yeah. How about that? Look here. Terry, <laughs> Terry, the new DLC character, has yeah. a move that's absolutely broken. He's only allowed to use it when there's... His um his damage is above one hundred percent because it's so broken. I think it's the the Buster Cannon or Buster Wave oh, okay. or something like that. And literally, it's this no, I think it's Buster Geyser or something. And he punches the ground, and this massive geyser oh, yeah. comes along, <laughs> and it's got the biggest hitbox ever. And you can't even jump over it. If you get hit by it, you just you just gone. Well, just the Kamehameha won't work like that. You want the Kamehameha to work like that? No, it won't work. Like it won't work like yeah, that. Yeah, okay, it, it should be more balanced. Okay, fair enough. Maybe you can block it. Yeah, you can block it. If you hold chill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Most things though. Yeah. So what are you complaining about? Of course. Yeah. It's gonna take up too much space on the screen. It's just it's too much happening at once. Oh, the one block button. Oh my. You know? Do you know what I'm Samus here? Yeah. Her special is this massive like laser beam fire. Yeah. That no not her special her, her final smash. That's her final smash. You want to give Goku something with a hitbox, the same hitbox as a final smash. You. Well, okay, what you could do is, yeah, you could give Goku a super Kamehameha halfway spiral smash. If, that's fine, that's if, fine. If that's no, better. that's right, yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, if cool. If it's a final smash, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Otherwise, it's got to no, be in the game. No. Kamehameha has to be in the game. Right, it's probably enough. the biggest signature move in that's the okay. anime. I can live with that. I can live with that. Yeah. <laughs> that got really here. I like it. It got really here. I've only said Kamehameha like 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> so many syllables. <laughs> I think it's like one after the other. Again, 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 again. <laughs> <laughs> but who would you put in the second season of the Smash Fighters Pass? Would you go with an Echo Fighter? Would you go with someone like Shadow? Would you go with someone like Travis Touchdown? Let us know. So sometimes when I get my training to work, it gets delayed. You know, you get the you know get the announcement on the tannoy. I feel we've got that in the gaming world right now. I feel like Square Enix has gone, apologies for the delay to all of our games. This is due to circumstances beyond our control. And I'm upset. I'm, I'm we, upset. We know you've been in tears this whole week because every tweet I see where it's like, this is delayed. I'm like, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm going to wait until you find out, until Addy finds out. And then just see what happens. And it's always magnificent. <laughs> Box office. Um, I have been using the StreamCast account to cry um, about these games being delayed. So we have Final Fantasy VII Remake has been delayed from the 3rd of March to the 10th of April 2020. And immediately I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be broke for April. Because Resident Evil 3, FF7, 
Cyberpunk. And then on the same day, Avengers um, gets delayed from the 15th of May till the 4th of September. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then, the very next day, <laughs> the very next day, 24 literal hours, Cyberpunk 2077 gets delayed from the 16th of April to some point in September. The 17th, I think. Okay, before you get too hot, first of all, moving it to the 10th of April, that is actually the Easter weekend. So technically, they've done you a favour because you've got four days to smash the game out. That's a good point. Every cloud. Yeah, you didn't think about that, did you? I mean... When you was doing Twitter (laughs) Warlords, you didn't think about that. They were trying to save you some time. Thank you, Square Enix. You've done it again. I'm that kind of thank you. (laughs) I say with gritted teeth. Now... I don't want to go ahead and be a bit hasty and call the 20s the decade of delays, but... Yeah, there's still about 10 years to go. Which is kind of <laughs> ironic, coming from this person, the decade of delays. Excuse me. Excuse me. I've not been that late this decade, thank you very much. You're on time once. Oh, two meetings, that's 50%. That's not good. That's not a good It's a two... It's not, it's, not, <laughs> it's not even a 2 2, my friend. It is, no? Is it actually? Yeah. Well, yeah, first is, no, first is 70%, isn't it? Yeah, and then 2 1 is 60, and then 2 2 is 50. Wow. What, what are we paying for when we go to uni? Um, what? It's a very nice piece of paper. Oh. It's very important. With my name on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I forgot, how to, I forgot what that was. My name. <laughs> <laughs> but it got me thinking. Do people actually care about a game getting delayed? Does it actually bother them? Does it affect you buying or pre-ordering that game if it's delayed? That's an open question. Anyone can just button an answer. For me personally, I think it depends. So if you explain why it's been delayed, I'm not too bothered. And if it's a sequel for a game I'm excited for, I'm not too bothered. So if you explain why, for example, Cyberpunk being delayed... They said they wanted more time to play test and make sure that the game, you know, just works as it should. That I love because you'll have all these big games, for example, Skyrim, and they'll just be like bugs here and there. Yeah. They're hilarious, don't get me wrong, and I'm not mad, but you could have a Fallout 76 where it's just a mess. Um, and to take a little bit more time, it I, I would hope, I don't know, I'm just hoping right now, it means there's less crunch. And it means we get, you know, a game that's that's really good uh, and that we enjoy. And with Cyberpunk 2077, it's quite an expensive game. You can do, like, so much in the game. Uh, when I uh, went to EGX and I saw the, the live demo of um, Cyberpunk, the, the, one of the reasons why it was a live demo instead of us being able to play is because there's so much to do. And if you've only got, like, 20 minutes to, like, have this massive sandbox... You're not going to do anything. You know yeah. what to do. You know where to start. So they're showcasing what you can do. Story seems really good. And the fact that you can take like so many different routes to, to get the story done is something that I really enjoy. So you can take the stealthy route. You can take the all guns blazing route or like, you know, a bit in the middle. Just find your own path doing whatever the hell it is you want to do. And I'm sure this game is going to have a lot of replayability un- unless you're like a super completionist that just does everything in one go. But I think for me, I'd like to do a stealth route and then an all guns blazing route and just do like certain things as I play the side of the story. So in that regard, like if they're working out all the kinks, then that's great. I don't want to bug you Cyberpunk 2077. And when it comes to games I'm excited for, so for example, uh, when God of War, not God of War 2018, but like when God of War Ascension came out, if it wasn't for the fact that 
But at this point, I was really into watching reviews. Um, and I, I just didn't like what I saw for Ascension. If, if there was none of that, I would have bought Ascension straight away because I absolutely loved God of War. Like, if it, it's a franchise that I've absolutely loved and I'm really excited for, which is why there's so much hype for games like Animal Crossing and whatnot. Yeah. Um, when God of War 2018 came out, I was just, like, through the roof. I was excited. Uh, so, like, if you've really got love for a game and the sequel's coming out, then, like, you're, you're going to want to play it. So because of these, like, if there is a delay, it's not much of a big deal. Um, when it comes to pre-orders, like, they... Usually they don't take your money before like um they 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 send it out so that that's not a big deal, um but yeah no a delay. If it's one of those two reasons, I don't care. If if there's no reason and it's just like this is being pushed back, then I'm I'm just gonna be really upset. For example, Ghost of Tsushima. Where the fuck is my game? Where the fuck is that game? I'm so upset. It was gonna come out last year, still not out. We get a date and then it gets pushed back. I don't think it's coming out this year, and I will not hide my soul. I'm very upset about this game. All right, and they have the nerve, the fucking nerve, yeah, to include that with all their exclusive big games. Yeah, like you can only get God of War here, Last of Us here. And I'm like, don't you dare put this in that lineup. It's not even out yet. What the fuck are you doing? I'm so upset, alright? And after playing Sekiro, yeah, I've gone to the point where I'm like, you know, I want I want more of a game like this, and it's still not out. Like, I'm very upset. And you know what's even worse? You know what's actually worse? Yeah. Like, they released the trailer just before something happened, like an event. I can't remember what the gaming event was. And then a couple of days later, they released the full trailer, and I'm like, this game looks good. Not too long after that, this game's been delayed. Are you taking the piss? <laughs> so, like, for the longest time, I just thought, you know what, yeah, they're, they're, they're just they're releasing it late because they want to release uh, Last of Us 2 first. <clears throat> Fair enough. Last of Us 2 gets delayed. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so, I'm going to bring in hindsight, right? And if you just released Ghost of Tsushima, then Last of Us wouldn't have mattered because that got delayed as well. In this massive space that you've left, you could have given me the game I wanted, and you didn't, and I'm upset about that. So that is the one time when I fucking hate games. <laughs> That's the one time. Otherwise, they're not much of a big deal. <laughs> Guys? Wow. Um, fair enough. <laughs> Akira, do delays bother you? No. That's it. All right, cool. No, that's literally it. Like, I... <laughs> They really don't. I'm not at that stage of my life where I'm willing to get a game like straight away and pay 50 quid for it anyways. So regardless of what the release date is, I'm not getting it that week. I'll get it later. Okay. So, that's smart, yeah. So it's delayed. Oh, well, that's more upsetting for you, but I wasn't going to get it on that day anyways. So... <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. I guess for me, the only way I could like explain it is like, you know Christmas is the 25th of December every year, right? Is it? The, that was a rhetorical <laughs> question. There was, there was no need for that. There was, there was no need for that. <laughs> rhetorical question. A game being delayed for me is like my mum coming downstairs to me when I'm like 10 or whatever and saying, sorry, Christmas is in May this year. you got to wait five months for your stuff. That is how, that is how it feels for me when a game I want gets delayed. And fair enough, there are reasons for it, and I am a humane person. Crunch should not be a thing. I hope they outlaw crunch sooner rather than later, because that's literally inhumane. It's disgusting. But I feel AAA games should be made by people who have absolute elite time management and understanding of the production line of what they're doing. 
this is not, you know, a small time thing with three people in their garage. This is a huge, huge project with money being pumped in. You need to get people who can properly forecast and estimate how much force they need and how long they're going to need to work. And obviously you're going to have to find the right people because there's always that in like companies, people start a job and then you realize they're not good enough or they realize they don't want to be there and you know, work gets halted and delayed. But in the grand scheme of things, I do feel that people need to be accountable and you can't just fling out a date there if you are not dead sure that that date is achievable. Because I feel now we get games with release dates. So like placeholder dates just to get buys and pre-orders. And, you know, they, they already know that that date's not going to happen. So they wait until two months before to say, sorry, you're going to have to wait. And I don't like that. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I see what you mean. Like, it makes sense because... It's a weird correlation between companies and your mother and Christmas. They're not your parents, so they can kind of do what they want. Yes, but they are... She's, obli- she's obligated to give you Christmas presents. They're just like, let me tell you something, Andy. You're never going to get it. That's fine. You're not going to get my money. I mean, she's yeah, not obligated to give her. Yeah, she's, she's not obligated yeah. to give her Christmas presents anyway. We should start off with that. So it's a parallel between person who wants something, person who's providing something, and then the promise of when you're going to get it. Like, I'm not going to boycott a game because of a delay. What if the journey between you're going to get it and actually getting the game is so disastrous? Does that make you still want to have the game? Because, was it Ghost to Tsushima? When was that supposed to be out? Sometime last year. I think mid last year. There you go. Yeah, mid to late. Yeah. Pre-carnival last year and it's now, what time it is now, and they're like, yeah, you'll get it at some point in the future. Once you get to that point in the future, are you even going to want it? I don't think I want it now, actually. You see? The stress... Like, all the hype is gone. So then the delay has stopped you from getting the game. No, no, no. That, that was my one exception, Ghost of Tsushima. Everything else is fine. It was just that game. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> just a question. No, it's just a question. Oh, this is good. No, this is good. I like this. So, sorry. No, I was just going to say, like... Like, I get what you're saying. Um, but at the same time... It's annoying. Like, I I really enjoy all like all, most of the games I played in the nineties because it it was a case where you play it was just fun and and that was that was the bottom line. You just playing a fun game, uh, and I guess there were other games as well, but it didn't feel like as saturated as the the market is now when it comes to like, you look on Steam and there are so many games released every single day, mm-hmm. um, and then the AAA titles have. They've got this pedigree behind them. They've got to like do certain things. It's got to look beautiful. It's got to play well. There's there's a lot that goes into it. But then it's also the business. So you've got like the people who are like the producer actually the production companies. Um, you've got them and and they want a certain profit and they want the game out by this time. Yeah. Um, and they're the ones pumping money into the production of this game as well which doesn't help because now they've got the development team by the balls. Right. And they're like, we, we want this game now. We want it at this point. We want it to have this. We want you to take this out. We want you to put this in. Um, and, and sometimes with things like that, it it kind of derails the, the original plan for the game. So maybe there was a date. Maybe they could have actually hit that date. But like, so I think I spoke to a, a producer like a while ago um, and he was saying how a lot of games will have like certain things they want to implement. But because like of production times and schedules, 
you don't always get a chance. There'll be a fold with lots of ideas that were just scrapped because they, they couldn't do it. Yeah. There was no time. And it might be the case with like these delays and whatnot. It might be a case where like producers want this and that and maybe it's not quite achievable or maybe they want to add something else into it or maybe they just want to throw in DLC that just shouldn't be there. Um, or maybe they just want like to to just tweak how the game works or add something in or take something out and, and that does get in the way. That does, I guess, that would stress uh, a creative because they don't get to follow their vision completely. And if that happens, then I guess the energy and love that they have kind of comes out of it. And I think crunch becomes more prevalent then because instead of you working on something because you just enjoy it and you might, I don't know, accidentally spend two more hours in the office because, oh, that yeah. was so good. Yeah. It, it, it's now two hours that's, that feels like four hours because you absolutely, like, you're not enjoying it as much anymore. Like, you're not working on that, that, that vision you had for the game before. Uh, I'm not saying crunch is okay. Uh, and I'm not saying that, you know, like, the producers are the ones that completely that are in control of like, the time schedule and whatnot. But certain things happen and it means we do get a late game. And it does suck. But for the most part, I don't think we should be too upset when a game gets delayed. I think if a game gets delayed, it's it's definitely for the best because it just means there's more time. And more time is always good whatever industry you work in because it just means you can get things done and hopefully there's no crunch. You can get a good night's sleep. Yeah, fair. Do you think um, we as consumers need to be a little bit more accepting of delayed games? Yes, I know it's really frustrating. I see your face, but in terms of like, I'm just I'm I can't even think of like a really good game like God of War. Mm. You've played the most recent one. Mm. You, I assume you'd like to play the next one. Oh yeah. But they have to compare the fact that there's so many different games, and you're right that the like the market is just oversaturated with so many different games. They're gonna rush to put something out to hold your attention. Because this year alone, we've got all of these different games that are really big names that they have to compete with. I think because there's so much, they're worrying, okay, we're going to lose our fan base. They have to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And then they're just going to put all these people into overdrive and possibly kill them. So you think we should have a little bit more patience? And I know it sounds frustrating that you have to wait an extra month for this game to come out. But they're trying to maintain their profit margin, hopefully pay all their workers correctly for their Mm. time and not kill them, but also provide you with something that's actually of quality. Yeah, 100%. Like, if a game comes out and it's quality and it's been delayed, I have no qualms. If a game's been delayed a lot of times and it's absolute trash, then something <laughs> has gone wrong. Something's gone wrong. Something's gone terribly wrong. Uh, but yeah, no, I think definitely, like, we should definitely be, like, patient. Um, especially because of what goes into a game. Um, like, there's so much that gets done uh, that a lot of gamers probably don't see or maybe don't even know about. Like... This isn't something that you can just slap together. This is something that takes like years of planning. Um, and even before anything actually gets done, some games, like nothing gets made straight away. Like, so I yeah. think with God of War, actually, uh, I, I might be, I might have like, remembering this story wrong, but I think, I don't think they actually started working on the game until they finished all of the um, mocap uh, oh, okay. or, or the other way around. Um, but yeah, like, a lot of things have to get done first before you can even, like, start the game itself or do other things, like, just so much goes into it. And you have to realise that these teams are massive as well. These are people's livelihoods too. So if you have to wait, suck it up and wait, man. Like, this is an entertainment. It's, it's a privilege, really. It's not a necessity. Your life will be fine without your PlayStation. It's, it's downtime. So if you have to wait, wait. Check out the indie scene. They're great games there, man. 
So, I think in response to your question, Akira, I think a lot of consumers are already very understanding and accepting of games getting delayed. So I think that's a transition in the right direction. Um, and to be honest, so personally speaking, when a game gets delayed that I really, really want, there is initial frustration. I'm not going to hide that from anyone because I'm frustrated. <laughs> but then <laughs> it takes me like a couple of minutes to like understand like why and what. And for the most part, there's a good reason for a game being delayed. God of War was even delayed. So, I... Th- I Yeah, but we can't be bad at Corey. Come on. It's Corey, man. <laughs> right? That's, a, that's my point. Like, yeah. I'm not going... I express initial frustration because of what it is. It's a delay. And that's an inconvenience. But I very quickly understand that it's probably because the game isn't ready right now. And I know that I need to wait. And even if I don't want to wait, I'm going to have to wait. So I'm very... I personally... I'm not quick, but like I accept what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I am understanding of people's livelihoods, of people's, you know, the work-life balance. Because that is someone's 9 to 5. And you don't want to... You don't want your 9 to 5 to become a 9 to 9. So it's... It's something that's happening more and more, and I feel that what might happen is we get a lot of games that just don't get release dates, but get like release seasons or release quarters or something. So like there's a ton of games that uh, we got uh, trailers for in E3 last year, like Deathloop for example, didn't come out with a release date, and I don't have a problem with that. I can't remember if Watch Dogs Legion got a release date, but I didn't really care. I'm excited for that game, and when it comes out, I will watch it and then maybe buy it. It's not do or die for me. Unless it's like a game that's been constantly delayed. Like Ghost of Tsushima. If it gets delayed again, that's a boycott. Because it would have been the fourth or fifth time. You are playing with my emotions. And I, you can't keep me in the heartstrings forever. Like, I, need to, I need to move on eventually. But games like Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'm still going to buy. It's just, obviously, the money will leave my account a month later. Then it collected. A game like Cyberpunk, I'm still going to get because I've been interested in that game since I first laid eyes on it. And Keanu Reeves. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's more of a quick initial burst of like, oh, why? And then it's like, it's fine. Mm. I think people don't like to be told no as well. Like I hate being told you can no. You on this day. Actually, no. Can't. <laughs> Surprise. No yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe it's a bit of that. <laughs> I think it's all that they came in such quick succession because you were mm. planning your time to be like, yeah, this one, this one, this one, <laughs> spring, and then they were like, psych! <laughs> yeah. Um, but let us know what you think about games getting delayed. Do you think this is something that's becoming a bit of a problem or do you understand that, you know, sometimes what the big companies are asking for is just not achievable in the time frame they're given? Let's talk about PS5 predictions. Because it's got to be revealed at some point this year. If it's going to come out in November or December, right? You would hope so, right? No, the way these delays are happening, we're not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> you meant the console getting delayed. Oh my God. 
We apologise for this delay. This will be coming out in April 2021. I don't 21? Think, really? I don't think they can afford that because the Xbox is coming out. The holiday 2020. I think it's ready. It's ready. Damn. They've unveiled it. I think it's ready. So the... P- really? The Xbox, yeah. Well, not physically in front of people. But oh, the like, little tower, We've seen it? the block. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that is actually... That's the, the Xbox. The design they're going with. Yeah, yeah they were have a PC this time. Yeah, they... Yeah. Okay. I don't feel the PS5 can afford to lose any time on the Xbox. Even though the what the console warfare is now is different to what it was a couple of gens ago. But when do you think they are going to actually unveil at least the design of the PS5 console? Before or after E3? I have that image in my head of that woman in Titanic where she's like, it's been 84 years. (laughs) (laughs) Any predictions? Um, I think it... So E3 is in June this year. Yes. It's always in June. I think it has to... You know what? Yeah. Like Christmas is always in December. Like so Christmas is always in December. That was a rhetorical question. So um, don't be silly. I said I'm glad to look out because I've, I've never been to E3 and it's in America and I've, I've had, never had any business at E3. Um, so I had to look out. And, and also, Sony wasn't there last year so I didn't even watch it last year. So it wasn't a big deal. You watched Nintendo? Um, yeah, but that's Nintendo. Oh, yeah, I did watch it last year. <laughs> I guess I didn't care that much about E3. I, I was watching it for Nintendo. Um and yeah and I think it has to come out before E3 because if it comes out after E3 then that's like you've got about six six months or less than that to, to get everyone excited yeah. holiday season and whatnot and I don't know maybe like in this day and age where you've got like more technology you can like look into it more then that's that's not going to be such a problem but I know like way back when I think I think Sega tried it um, they like just released it like really yes. like, rushed and then, like, no one bought it because they didn't know what it did, what it was about. Shops didn't have enough time to, like, get it in store. That's another thing, like, the, the supply chain. Like, you've got to be able to prep it and get it into shops and get it here. And then you've got to, like, build enough of it and like, get all your um, components and whatnot to, to build the system, actually. Uh, do all your deals, have all your games ready. And, well, we don't really know that much about it. So, like, maybe everything's really been done in, like, secret. So, everything will be ready, but... I don't know, yeah, I don't want to speculate, but I feel like it's got to be before, like, E3, so they've got time to to get their shit together and, like, make sure that, you know, they've got a smooth Christmas and can have their, all their sales and whatnot. Uh, and then also I do worry because this happened in the previous console generation, so I think the Xbox came out before the PS3, and it had all its bugs, don't get me wrong, but the Xbox did dominate at the, the first half. Yes. Um, and the PS3 did, like, come back, but people still revere the Xbox as, as a superior console, so, I mean, PS3 did catch up in sales, but, I mean, you know, perception is, is everything sometimes. Mm. So, like, the other day, it was Christmas, and like, my mum wanted to get me a gift, and she wanted to get me the PS4 Pro, and I had to explain to her that my, my PlayStation plays, like, all the games. Like, I don't, I don't need a Pro, it's not going to do anything. It's just going to look a bit nicer. Um, so, like, not everyone knows exactly what these consoles do, and if in the forefront of your head it's Xbox this, Xbox that, Xbox this... Like, for for a parent... like So, if I'm a kid and I want a PlayStation, but my mum actually gets me an Xbox One instead, I can't really complain. It's a whole Xbox One. Yeah. I'm just going to have to sit down, enjoy the games I can enjoy in it, and enjoy next-gen. I can't be like, oh, actually, I want a PlayStation instead. Can you just get rid of this, please, and get me... What? Are you... Bruv, I'd die. I would die if I tried to say something as a kid. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, no, I think it should come up before uh, June so, you know, everyone can get hyped uh, and they can do what they need to get ready for the holiday season. In my yeah. opinion, anyways. And then also, yeah. just be E3. Just be like... Because they don't want to be part of E3 anymore. Just get out there. Get the news out there. Yeah. Let people know. Don't do it right after E3 because people are talking about E3. Yep. Um, like, I mean, I get it. You're still big and you're not going, but don't compete with E3. Don't mm. just be in, like, direct competition. Yeah. Just do it, like, like around E3, away from it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what I think. What about you guys? I think it's going to be in this quarter. Mm-hmm. So, I think no later than March we'll we'll get the design of the PS Five, sure. because of course it can't be anywhere near E Three as you quite rightly explained. E Three is its own thing, and I would argue E Three is somewhat dying in relevance. You know, over the past few years, with the rise of the Nintendo Directs and the slow rise of the state of plays. Very slow rise. Nintendo's way we, better. We need to have a conversation <laughs> about this. Why? 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 Ugh. Okay, state of plays need to be better. I think there needs to be less of them. Because, like, the games on the PlayStation roster aren't that frequent for them to be doing regular state of plays. Yeah, I guess so. But I think what PlayStation want is they want to be very transparent with their consumers and sure. just let them know, like, what's going what's on. Coming yeah, out. basically, I think that's all it is. Maybe it's a presentation thing, then. Because, like, even when they're presenting their games, it just seems a bit like, you could be sending this a lot more to me. Certain games are, like, 50-50 on. It's like, Nintendo would be like 75, 25 one. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe it's whoever's hosting. But, yeah, I think no later than March. Yeah, Mr. Midas to host the State of Play. You know what I'm saying? I would buy Dreams if Mr. Midas <laughs> sold it to me. Yeah, I think it's going to be the, uh, uh, maybe February even. I think the State of Play. Well, whenever the next state of play is. Oh, the PlayStation. No, no, the PS5 oh, reveal. PS5, okay, yeah, I think yeah. we're going to get the PS5 reveal no later than March. Um, because they they need to talk about a lot. Because so far, all we know is going to play PS4 games, it's going to play PSVR games, and it's going to have um, haptic sensors on their DualShocks. And I think the DualShock 5 will work with the PS4. Yes. Or the DualShock 4 work with the PS5. I don't know. 5s uh, will sure. work with the PS4. 5 with the PS4, there you go. Yeah. So, I think we're going to need to do a lot of build-up to, to get people to actually pre-order. Because I think people are already excited. They saw the logo and they destroyed Instagram. So, I it's think... The wait, same wait, logo as the PS4 logo. <laughs> but they literally just moved the four. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. Genius. It's brilliant. Vince McMahon would be proud. <laughs> Minimal effort. Maximum output. Yes. How about you, Akira? Really low-risk, high-reward, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Don't. Guys, guys, yeah. I have an idea. <laughs> Stay with me. It's going to be a little bit risky, but <laughs> we take out the four. I know. I know. And we put in a five. She's crazy. Whoa, She's oh, my crazy. goodness. She's crazy. I know. Out of the box. Get her out of here. <laughs> it goes to the age-old saying, if it's not broken, don't try to fix it, please. It's not, there's nothing wrong with the logo. There's nothing wrong with the PS4. Name the next thing the PS5. Name the next thing the DualShock 5. There's nothing wrong with it. Sometimes, the safe option is the correct option. Tell that to Nintendo. Like, you look at their consoles and their controllers and everything has been massively different. That's why I say sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, true, true. Obviously, it's not every time. And Nintendo do it right? Yeah, that's so, a good point. Well, I mean, there was the Wii U. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes, <laughs> too. <laughs> we don't talk about that! <laughs> <laughs> I think we are we're good for time we've got another 10-ish minutes 
All right, let's do some listeners' questions. There are listener questions. questions. Oh my goodness. I'm down for this. All right. When are you guys going to start streaming? For God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, yeah? Who is this? <laughs> we will find you. I feel attacked. You know what, yeah? You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll show you when we're going to start streaming. Isaac, I challenge you to a stream duel. Yeah, I'm done. What game are we playing? God of War. The original one. 2005. Speedrun? Speedrun. Alright, I'm done. So, we're going to see who can complete the first ever God of War, the quickest. And we'll do it over the series of two streams. Mm-hmm. We're going to do one person do one stream, the other person do another stream, and then that's it. If you don't finish the game in that stream, it's a DNF. Uh, but wait, so is there a time limit then? If it's a DNF, like, what, two and a half hours maybe? We just go on for the whole day if you want to, but if it's right, not done in that stream, then it's yeah. over. No, I think it's got to be done under five, because there is a, a trophy if we get it done under five hours. Okay, so yeah. It has to be at least, like... Yeah. I, no, I'm, you know, I'm, I've seen it done in two hours. I'm going to say we should do it three and a half hours is the maximum. No, five. <laughs> <laughs> I like five better. <laughs> All right, we'll do a five-hour time limit. Okay. And whoever finishes God of War the quickest gets to pick a punishment for the loser. How does that sound? Yes. I think the punishment should be set beforehand. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, yeah, and then you go I it. agree. I, I, don't agree. Like, I don't like punishments that come afterwards. So I think I was talking to someone about this. And it's so stupid when, like, oh, now you've lost, you've got to do punishment. And I think it's going to be that, no. We should not have <laughs> that much, like... Creative control. freedom, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I think it should be like level that either person, both people agree to it because you could lose and it could be you. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's definitely something we can talk of and announce beforehand. Yeah, sounds good. But we will be streaming, we will be battling, and people can stop asking us when we're going to start streaming. That's the main thing. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening this year. We move. <laughs> Like, Don't ask us when the next one will be though. Gentlemen's agreement. Gentlemen's we're shake on it. agreement. If you cannot hear that, we are shaking hands are shaking over the hands. mic. They're shaking hands. I'm witnessing this. Uh, mega powers. Bruce, 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 Before we close, I want to give a big shout out and a huge thank you to the Gaming Arc. We did a lot of content with them, and you can keep your eyes on our Twitters for that. I'll drop their Twitters. I'll drop our Twitters as always. Um, stay tuned. I have been Cloud, and you've listened to the streamcast. Oh, I've been Juliet Stalin. See you later. I've clearly been diagnosed with amnesia because I forgot who I was. Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, oh, Zangief. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure to keep up to date with the streamcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at streamcast underscore. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, Streamcast. And we will catch you on the next Streamcast. Take care. We, we don't leave that in. <laughs> <laughs>